The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Sam, I had a question about uh, KPIs and metrics. Um, Could you just briefly go over, uh, you know, some of the essential KPIs I should mention, you know, for a tech company? Um, I mean, it depends, like what kind of tech company, right? Like, but usually most of the KPIs are going to be like leading indicators to revenue, right? So like, depending on what this model is and how they generate their revenue, like, you know, for example, and and by the way, like revenue is usually like price times volume, right? So like how many of, how many units of your product can you sell? And then like, how much are you able to charge per unit? Right? So that's like, if you were to drill down one layer but then you can drill down further. So if that's the second layer, you can double click into that and go go like one step further. So like, um, I don't know, for example, let's say like it was a SaaS company, right? So number of units or like number of customers or number of licenses or seats or whatever your measure, unit measurement is, you know, you can further measure like how many of these, um, like how, how many new units were new customers that we signed on this period are called like new ads, right? There's also um, upgrades, which are, uh, well, upgrades re- wouldn't really affect your uh, number of units, but it will affect your price point, right? Upgrades is like someone who upgraded to a higher plan, a more expensive plan, or maybe someone who, um, bought more seats, right? That could be an upgrade. Downgrade is the opposite, right? Someone downgrading to a cheaper or perhaps even a free plan or someone like reducing the number of seats that they need. And then there's um, cancellations or churn, right? Which are people that, that are leaving altogether. So like new ads and cancellations, those affect volume, right? And then upgrades and downgrades, I would say affect um, price, right? So like, for example, that's like, what, four different metrics that you can track right there. Um, and then like, you can also segment all of your KPIs by whatever other dimensions you want, right? Like, so for example, maybe for each of these things I just talked about, it would be useful to see it by product. Like maybe you have like three different products that drive the majority of your revenue. So you want to know each of these KPIs for each product individually, as opposed to as a whole, right? Uh, maybe it's by geography, right? Maybe like, I don't know, like if you work for DoorDash, right? You probably treat each city as its own individual market. So you might look at everything by, by city or by zip codes or whatever. And so like, 
you can slice and dice it and make it more um, to the nth to the nth degree, really, right? Um, what else? Uh, I mean, depending on the business, like you might also track some KPIs on the cost side, right? Like, um, for example, like if you're a SaaS business, you know, you or, or maybe it's any business, but especially for SaaS businesses, you might track customer acquisition costs, right? Or also known as CAC, right? Because for a SaaS business, like, it's pretty well established at this point that in order for a SaaS business to, to do well, you want your lifetime value to be at least 3x your customer acquisition costs, right? So meaning if you spend $100 to acquire this customer, then you want to make sure that you're going to be able to generate at least $300 in profit from this customer before they churn and stop being your customer, right? So like in order to know whether you're hitting that, so like LTV to CAC is a KPI in and of itself, but in order to track that, you have to track LTV and you have to track CAC, right? And, maybe, and to track LTV, you can drill down, you can drill, drill that down further. It's like LTV is like, okay, so I need to know like the gross profit per customer. And I also need to know like, what is the churn rate? Like that, that's, that's what's gonna allow me to, it's like churn rate tells you how long a customer is gonna stay with you, right? So if I know how much gross profit I'm generating, that's the variable profit, because cost of goods sold is variable cost. Right? So I know the variable co profit per customer, and then I know how long each customer is expected to stay with me for, so then I can calculate how much profit I'm gonna generate from that customer over its lifetime, right? So maybe it's that. Um, customer acquisition costs like, I mean, that could be like what you pay your salespeople. That could be, you know, how much you're spending on marketing. And if it's like how much you're spending on marketing, you can drill that down further into like all the different channels that you're spending money on. Right? Like maybe you're spending um, money on Facebook ads and YouTube ads and billboards and TV and magazines and radio. And like, you might want to track all these things separately. Right? So I mean like KPI is a very, broad term like it could mean anything right but the, the 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 key is like to know what the right kpis are that you should be looking at you have to think you have to think about like what actually moves the needle for this business that's why like it first comes down to like what's what's the business model and what are the main drivers for like whether this business is going to be successful or not and then like tracking the things that are relevant to that, right? And in terms of like how granular you get, like you want to track the balance, right? If you get too granular, there's gonna be a million things to track and then you just get lost in the weeds and it actually becomes less actionable, right? Versus if you have like just the right amount of data, it's like specific enough for you to be able to like actually act on it, but it's not like so much that it's overwhelming. Like that's, that's kind of like what you have to figure out. Right? Like what is that level essentially? Got it, thank you so much. That was very helpful. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.